You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me. It is Chris Meany. It's fun Friday. We got a holiday weekend ahead of us, but we've still got some DFS left to play and win, baby. So, Chris Meany, it is a night of some big-time pitchers. Very little after that, and then trying to figure out what kind of pitching we can put together with some of the offenses that we want to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Blake Snail, Chris Sale, uh, you got Robbie Ray up at the top of the board, but there's some other guys, maybe with some value, Barrios, Syndergaard, especially on DraftKings, Walker Buehler. But yeah, after that, Joe, it gets a little dicey from the pitching perspective. I know we try to find some value so you can get up in some expensive bats, but uh, we'll comb through the slate here a little bit, but it could be challenging to find some value on the pitching slate. Yeah, it's definitely challenging to say the least. It is an evening of haves and have-nots when it comes to daily fantasy, and that's why you need the Line Star app. Duh! When you're making your lineups, it's got all the optimizers, everything splits, deep stats, everything that you need. It's all there, right there, and you can absolutely upgrade as well to the premium product, which is what it's all about. So that being said, Chris, before we go forward on Friday, we like to go look back at yesterday. Yesterday was a mix of some day games. And some other fun things going on. Aaron Nola, despite, you know, the four and a half ERA, he's moved to five and oh. So I guess there's the argument for wins are stupid, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wins are stupid. No, it's encouraging to see. I mean, he had that great start against Colorado last week. And then, yeah, he was, you know, he was rolling yesterday up until a couple walks. But yeah, he, he got the W five and oh, but um, still some struggles. He's, he's not the Aaron Nola I thought he'd be this year. No, he, he has not been dominant at all. Now, maybe he'll go on a dominant stretch. I don't know, but he certainly hasn't been the guy that you look to and you say, okay, he's just been lights out and he can really dominate. He has not been dominant at all this year. Uh, Who else hasn't been dominant? The Washington Nationals. They just got swept by the Mets. That's embarrassing. Washington is embarrassed right now. And look, they're scuffling. I think they're going to get right eventually. So I'm not super worried. They have too much talent on that team. I think they're just trying to get healthy get rolling and understand that life without Bryce Harper is going to be a little different. Yeah. I mean, the old man's a nationals fan and he texts me every other day about Martinez. He wants to change inside the organization. I don't know if it comes from above or if it's Martinez any day, he really does feel like he's, he's got to go. And there's some turmoil inside the clubhouse. You know, somebody, I forget who came out a former teammate of Adam Eaton's came out just recently and, and said nobody even liked him in, in, in Chicago. And, you know, there's just something's going on there with that organization. I don't know if they need a, like a, a leader. If, if somebody is just hasn't stepped up with Bryce Harper gone, I don't know if it's Randone, like who that is. There's some kids on that team right now. They're striking out and the bullpen has just been really bad. So yeah, I mean to everyone's laughing at the Mets. You I mean you got swept by Miami then they go and they rebound and they sweep Washington. I mean, Washington is in a, is in a lot of problem, a lot of trouble, Joe. Yeah, they absolutely are. And on top of that, Austin Riley continues to hit. Oh my so that's been great. So this youth movement's been fantastic. You got the Minnesota Twins going yard. Scope had two home runs. Polanco had a home run. Crone had a home run. Sano had two. Kepler had Mario. I mean, that it, home run derby, 16 runs for the Twins. Uh, Matt Harvey should be out of the league. I mean, if, he, if they don't get rid of him at this point, I don't know what. I know they're desperate for pitching the Angels, but still, this is a certain level now where you got to just kind of cut ties, I feel like. But. Man, uh, Martin Perez goes to 7-1, Chris. 
Martin oh, Perez. Boy. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we liked him on Wednesday. The, the game got rained out, but yeah, he got the W yesterday. Of course, the Angels, we'll talk about them. Uh, they're going up against another lefty today and Drew Smiley. A little bit of an easier match, but even still, uh, this Angels squad, the dead last in average against lefties, 210. And for the Twins, I mean, yeah, everybody went yard. Brad Osmus said after the game he has no plans to take Matt Harvey out of the rotation. I mean, Andrew Haney's coming back soon, so potentially he could take his spot. But the Twins, are they're so legit. 359 Woba now leads the league. 98 home runs leads the league. They had eight bombs yesterday, and it doesn't even matter. Like, there's two or three guys that don't even get in their lineup every day, like Marwin Gonzalez, Aspilo. Like, these guys all have potential to go yard as well. Crone doesn't get, doesn't play every single day either. Uh, it's, it's a fun team to watch. They make a lot of contact. And uh, more uh, Lucas Giolito, too. A complete game shutout oh. from Giolito. So he is stepping into the forefront. We all knew the velocity was up this spring. That was a good sign. So he's finally becoming that pitcher everybody thought he was going to be. And he blanks the Astros. And that is no small feat. That is a That's hell fine. of a lineup, even without Altuve. So, You're right. And no Springer either, but still right. impressive stuff. And one more guy before we, get, before we move on to today. And, you know, somebody we haven't talked about a lot, really. And that's Josh Bell. Yep. Josh Bell is leading the league in RBI. It's incredible. Oh. Absolutely incredible. And, you know, I always knocked him because, to me, he was always this guy that, you know, he just didn't hit enough home runs. And that wasn't always my problem with him. I was like, you know, if you have a corner guy like that, you need him to hit 35 bombs. And he was more of a 15-20 guy. Well, he's got 16 already. So power the river this year. Well, and that's the thing, you know, power <laughs> is something you can, you know, nowadays they work on the launch angle. They work on all these things. And clearly – it's working for Josh Bell, and he has now solidified himself in the middle of that order. Polanco going yard yesterday in that game as well. So those are very positive things there moving forward for the Pittsburgh Pirates. If Josh Bell is a guy in the middle of that lineup that you can build around, good for them. Like that's, It's about time that we you know, yeah. kind of start to look forward positively for the Pittsburgh Pirates ever since McCutcheon's been gone. So uh, that's certainly uh, one of the many great storylines. But again, all those storylines were from yesterday. It's all about today. It's a new day. Yes, it is. So let's get after it and let us start with our first game of the evening, which is the Marlins against those lowly Washington Nationals, Pablo Lopez and Kyle McGowan in this one. Neither of these pitchers very appealing. Uh, I don't care how bad the Nationals have been. Pablo Lopez does not excite me. I'm sorry. I just can't get there. Uh, For you, what do you look at in this game? Anything that jumps out to you, Chris? Uh, I mean, not really. I, I just, there's so many games in the slate, so there's really no need to, you know, have punt plays in Brian Anderson or Sterling Castro. Like we've done that before in the past on smaller slates, but we'll come through it again and we'll, we'll find some value here, but there, there really isn't, unless you want to be completely, I think, contrarian and off the board, because again, the nationals are struggling. If you play multiple lineups, you know, Soto or, or Anthony. Well, Rundle. that's my argument for the nationals so. is they're struggling so much. And now they're going back home, and they do get the Marlins at home. And Soto's 3.8 on FanDuel. Victor Robles, 3.1. Adams is 2.3 if he's in the lineup today. So all of a sudden, even even Adam Eaton at 3.1, there's a lot of very cheap guys that on a night where if you want to pay up for pitching, you're not going to be able to afford the Colorado game and pay for some of these pitchers. So what you have to do is you have to kind of peek around somewhere else. And I think the Nationals are in play tonight for all those reasons in tournament where you want to go up to the big pitcher and play an, an offense that maybe people aren't on as much. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. There's a couple other stacks I like better, but they're showing up in the in the Line Star stacks. I mean, that Line Star stack finder is top notch. I mean, you go through projection, salary, value, ceiling, floor. Well, that's the best part about it is there's a filter on the Line Star yeah. app for the stacks where you can go through and filter in all those different things. You need one that's going to help you salary wise. You need one that's got big time ceiling. What is it? You know, and then they give you different versions of it too, which is 
just terrific there. I mean, it, it just streamlines the whole process. It really, it cuts out like hours of work <laughs> that you would normally Oh, it have. does. Yeah, uh, for sure. Walker Bueller against the Pittsburgh Pirates today. Um, uh, again, we know Josh Bell's been excellent. He's 4.5 on the FanDuel side. On the DraftKings side, he is going to be tonight 5.5, so a big difference in salary if you want to get invested in him. But Walker Bueller starting to trend in the better direction, that's for sure. Uh, 9.9 over on DK, 10.1, so really about the same on either end of it. Uh, I think it's a tough sell, though, considering if you're going to pay up, why not pay up for Snell or, um, or for sale tonight? Yeah, for sure. I, I do. I like Walker Bueller. He's right in that range where, you know, you, you mentioned the pricing, but on DK nine, nine. So, I mean, you can go up a couple hundred dollars and get Syndergaard and, you know, in a better matchup against Detroit who strikes out a little bit more or Barrios against the White Sox. But I do like Walker Bueller and I will have some shares. I've liked the turnaround. He's been much better lately. Uh, three or fewer runs in, in every start, but two this year. And those two starts came early in the year his first start and then his third one in St. Louis. So he's been much better striking guys out, keeping ball, keeping the ball on the ground. That's what he did last year, Joe. He kept the ball on the ground. He had a ground ball percentage of 50% and it was like at 30 early on in the year, but it's creeped up to 40. Now uh, the home runs are not, you know, they're not flying out of the ballpark like they were earlier. So I, I like Bueller. I think he's in a good spot. It's just bell. Just pitch around bell right now. Yeah. As long as you pitch around bell, you should be <laughs> fine. Now the next guy is my favorite pitcher in terms of tournaments are a little cheaper tonight on this late and that's Joey Lucchese the left-hander going up against the Toronto Blue Jays the Blue Jays just brought up Kevin Biggio like I said a lot of uh, a lot of new talent out there Biggio gets called up Kevin Crone gets called up somebody else it was a third one too I can't remember now. I think it was Josh Naylor who was a Naylor. Mississauga boy oddly enough he's a Mississauga boy which is just 20 minutes up the road from Toronto and he's going to make his MLB debut in Toronto this weekend so pretty cool moment for him yeah very cool and uh, Kevin Biggio will be 3.1 it looks like on DK salary wise uh, it doesn't look like Fandle has a salary for him yet, but we know it's going to be cheap when they do because Very that's drunk. the trend. But here's <laughs> the thing, and this is part of the reason why I like Lucchese so much. You look at this lineup, it's got a lot of youth. I think yeah. Guriel is getting called back up to, uh, along with Kevin Biggio and Naylor. I know Smoke went yard yesterday, but look, I, I just feel like Lucchese is a tough lefty. I, I feel like the you know, last start was a very good one too. He had six strikeouts and that one went seven innings. I, I think Lucchese tied at 8.9 on DraftKings is going to be highly owned, but worth it. And on FanDuel at seven, he is the perfect pitcher to go along with a Colorado stack. He is absolutely perfect tonight. 7K, you can't ask for more than that. No, you can't. And, you know, the Blue Jays had 277 Woba against left-handed pitching. That's 28th in the league. And you just mentioned all the kids. I love that call by you. I think if you're looking for some value, um, that's, that's the guy, especially on FanDuel at 7K. So um, I'm actually going to go to this game tonight. I had got tickets before. I was excited to see some Tatis and some Machado, of course. I'm not going to be able to see Tatis. Um, but unfortunately, um, yeah, it'll still, still be a good game. But, yeah, Lucchese is a, is a good call. You're right. A lot of these guys, like Jonathan Davis leading off for the Jays, like it's just not a good lineup right now. Nayor's going to be uh, 2.8 uh, in this game tonight, too. So I'll just try okay. to check all those. That's on DK. Uh, so Josh Nayor, 2.8 on DraftKings. Kevin Biggio, 3.1. If you want to get involved in the young kids yeah. and uh, start playing around there, there's your uh, there's your ability to get involved and get some shares there. And and look, it's been working. It worked out with Willie Calhoun. It worked out with Austin Riley. We're just going to keep rolling with it because you're oh. giving us a discount on quality talent that's on a hot streak. And Kesson oh, Hero went yard the other day, yeah, too. Yeah, Kesson Hero has been terrific. So, I mean, you know, like two bad days and everybody wanted to throw in the towel. God, oh, have man. some patience, everybody. Relax. Take a deep breath. But Joey Lucchese, my paisan, 
He's my pitcher of the day. Now we got Blake Snell against Shane Bieber on FanDuel. It's Snell's 11-2, Bieber's 9-6. On the DraftKings side of things, uh, the price is uh, basically the same, 11-4 for Snell, but 10-4 for Bieber. I'll tell you what, the 9-6 on FanDuel, the oppo on Shane Bieber with the strikeout potential, I can understand the oppo appeal of Shane Bieber tonight if you want to be contrarian and go that route against Snell. Snell's been terrific, and I know the Cleveland lineup is not great, but I think there's some appeal there because of the discount on the FanDuel side, not so much on DraftKings. Um, how, about, uh, how about you? How do you look at this one? Is it just Snell as a lock for you cash tonight, or do you prefer a guy like uh, Chris Sale? I, th- I like – well, if – Both well, on the road. We- yeah. You know, if there's no Springer again, I mean, we give, we gave some credit to Giolito, but I mean, the, the, uh, the Astros basically got shut out in back-to-back games, you know, with no Springer, no Altuve. Um, they've really kind of struggled and, and sale had a good outing against them last week, but I think you, I think you nailed it. I think Bieber is a, is a solid tournament option. You know, the race strike out a lot, but I do like Blake Snell. We just saw Oakland have their way with Cleveland. They had to sweep their underdogs in, in every single game. And for Cleveland, uh, you know, Woba 292 is 24th in baseball two a 224 average is 27th in baseball. I mean, they have a 3.16 implied total for a reason. They're not scoring any runs like they This lineup is absolutely dreadful jose ramirez is yet to turn it around there's only one scary bat and it's lindor off the top right now so i I like snell i think he could rack up a ton of strikeouts it's just he's very very expensive so he isn't my favorite pitcher but i'm gonna have some shares yeah and look i I think snell makes a lot of sense if you're going to go between the two of them i I, it's it's hard to argue i mean if you want to do a couple games with i mean basically the same offensive lineup and do snell and some and Sale on the other, that's fine too. I think you can get away with it tonight. Snell's been brilliant. And, um, you know, it's just going to come down to one of these fluky things, I think, in this game where I don't think either offense is going to score a ton of runs. So it's going to be like one bounce of the ball. But we shall see what happens. I think Blake Snell will give less opportunity for that. I think there's opportunity for Bieber tonight, which is because that strikeout rate's been really solid this year. Oh, it's been great. Uh, And, and, you know, we talked about the oppo. I didn't have the courage to do the oppo to Grom the other night against Scherzer. You did. You were right. I was running away, screaming for the hills. Speaking of those Mets coming off a sweep of the Nationals, my God, seriously. (laughs) I mean, it's like you might as well learn to be bipolar or something. It's like living with some sort of manic depression if you're a Mets fan. It's like one minute you want to hurl yourself on a building, the next minute you're sweeping the Nationals and you're beating Corbin and you're beating Strasburg and you're beating Scherzer and you're looking around going, what the hell's going on? And they always seem to be under the spotlight, too. I mean, Robinson Cano, you want him to hustle, and then he hustles, and then he pulls something. Yeah, he gets something. hurt, right, exactly. It's like, just leave Robinson Cano alone. He hasn't yeah. hustled for a decade. Just leave him alone. Yeah, that's what happens when, when you hustle and you haven't been hustling, right? Yeah, just yeah. Let, let him be Robinson Cano. Uh, you didn't sign him to, you know, go balls out 100%, yeah. to be honest. You signed him for some experience in that bat. But and they it, keep it, screwing it around with the lineup, too. Now Alonzo's hitting cleanup because of it. Ahmed Rosario's at the top of the order. They have yet to really find anything that sticks to because McNeil's been dealing with an injury too. It's just it's it's all the lineup the is different every single day. Yeah, putting yeah. in the projections and you know just critiquing them a little bit over at the Quant Edge. It, it's the Mets are different every single game. Like for the most part, I mean the Phillies roll out their lineup, the Astros, the Red Sox teams guys roll out much. their lineups. Yes, you know, but yeah, the Mets are. You got to keep an eye on it every single day. It, it does create some value. Like Todd Frazier potentially moves up to the three spot today against Soto. Like you know, it, it, Gomez went yard well, the other here's, day. Here's the thing to keep up. in mind too, because you got Gregory Soto, the left-handed pitcher, coming in to City Field to face Noah Syndergaard. Syndergaard's at ten point six on FanDuel, uh, ten point one on DK, but. On the FanDuel side, Chris, you got Carlos Gomez at 2.3 in this game. You got Pete Alonso at just 3.9. 
And wow. uh, that is a gimme for Pete Alonso tonight. I mean, I, I am going to, you know, on the FanDuel side, <laughs> imagine this. You have Pete Alonso, Joey Lucchese, and shares in Colorado. I don't know, man. I don't know how you go wrong with that. I really don't. No, it's that's just silly. The value and again, for this Pete is just Alonso. a FanDuel play. It's not on the DK side. It's just a FanDuel play, but still. Uh, any, I mean, we all know that Detroit's not very good. Is Syndergaard the pivot off of the other two big names on the slate with Sale and Snell? Yes, yes. I, I like him a lot today. I, I like the discount. He's not up in that top, top tier in terms of DraftKings. Like, he's not there with, with Snell and Sale or even Beaver. Like, you're, you're, just a, you're saving a li- that little bit. You know, three $400 can go a long way, and, and you're right about the Tigers. Just We've been picking on them all year long, second highest strikeout in baseball. So I, I think it's a good spot for, you know, Syndergaard. And, man, the value. I can't believe P. Alonso is that price over there on FanDuel, it, it really doesn't make any sense for a guy who is, what, third and fourth in the league in home yeah. runs, gets 16, up against yeah. a guy in Soto, 45% fly ball rate, 40% hard hit rate. I know it's a small sample size, but he got uh, – he got he, you look at the minor league track record, walks and home yeah. runs. I mean, it, it's – I understand Cano's out of the lineup. I understand the Mets lineup isn't, you know, freakishly good, but – 3.9 is a very strange number, and I'm all over it tonight. Pete Alonzo for sure. Uh, all right, Chase Anderson's going to be uh, in Milwaukee hosting the Phillies and Jared Eikhoff. Uh, so Eikhoff's pitched well, but I don't want any piece of any pitcher in Milwaukee. Did you see the clip of Christian Yelich uh, pounding beers at the basketball game, by the way, that's floating around uh, the internet? Uh, no, I didn't. I uh, saw yeah, the clip like if, of Aaron Rodgers not finishing his beer at the basketball game. Yeah, God. You know, if there's any reason for me to not like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers any more than I already dislike him. Like, you went three was. quarters of the way, bud. Like, just finish that. And he's that. always putting his finger up like this. Right. It was like three <laughs> – it was like a quarter already drank anyway. <laughs> and, there, and there's the offensive lineman, Makari, just like throwing him back, throwing him back, being a man. And there's Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Uh, can I have a moment, please? And then he <laughs> Posted on Twitter something about next time make it whiskey. I'm like, yeah, right. Oh yeah, pansy. Yeah, right. Oh my <laughs> god, you're oh, god. Aaron Rodgers drives me crazy. <laughs> no doubt. Very good at football. Look, he's very good at football. Yeah, he's a great quarterback. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He is not the greatest quarterback of all time. No, stop. The greatest quarterback of all time eats avocado ice cream. Doesn't drink beer at all. <laughs> so let's get after it. Uh, so on the other end of this, uh, obviously Yelich has been dealing with that back issue. But I'll tell you what, we were kind of the other day with Luis Castillo. We were saying, look, Yelich isn't in the lineup. You can go there. It was not a good look for Castillo, so it's not going to be a good look for Eikhoff. And no. the rest of this lineup really kind of carried things. And I'm going to start with Keston Hira, who's at 2.7 on FanDuel. Another great discount for him. Uh, on the FanDuel side uh, of this uh, same game, he is 3.7. And then, of course, you have to pay through the nose to go for the Yelich's of this crowd as well. And Moustakis is 4.8. Ryan Braun's 5. But, again, not 100% healthy. So are, are you looking at all for the Phillies in this one against Chase Anderson? I am. I think maybe potentially, you know, the fact that they scored nine runs in Chicago is, is positive. All of a sudden, Bryce Harper has got three multi-hit games in yeah. the last week. He's got a couple home runs. So I love Harper tonight. He's 4.8. Yeah. I like him too. And this game could 4. be 4.1 on FanDuel. Holy oh, hat. Yeah. Oh, I, all the Pete Alonzo, Bryce Harper lineups today. Oh my he, goodness. He's basically a must over there. You know, Chase Anderson has only given up three home runs this season in 23 innings, but he allowed 30 and 158 
in 2018. He's a fly ball pitcher. He's got a high hard hit rate, and so does Eikhoff. He's got he's got a 45% fly ball rate and a 37% hard hit rate. Eikhoff was really good to start the season. I mean, he was striking guys out, but he was taking advantage of some soft matchups. So I can't look at either pitcher, and I think there'll be some runs scored here. So I'm looking to spend up on Harper and um, you know Hoskins. This could be a good spot for him to to wake up as well. A trip to Milwaukee is always good for an opposing team. All right, Chris Sale, 11.2 against Wade Miley. So we got Chris Sale, obviously, in this one, even though it's on the road. Uh, FanDuel side, he's 10.8, so still pretty expensive. But this should be a W. Chris Sale has been brilliant. He's on a roll. This Houston team is not 100% right now, as you mentioned before, with Springer being questionable and Altuve out. Still a good lineup, that's for sure, because you still got Bregman, Brantley, Correa in the middle regardless. But uh, I think we both like Chris Sale, so we're going to take those bats out of it. But let's go talk about the Boston Red Sox bats. Uh, Bogarts 4.1, JD 4.4. Even Steve Pierce, if he's in the lineup against the lefty today, he's just 2.3 on FanDuel. On the DraftKings side, the middle of that order, you got to pay a little bit more. Obviously, Betts 5.2, Bogarts. So this is another one where, you know, know, Pierce is just 3.0, though. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's another one of those sneaky ones where, look, we're trying to give you some guys you can slide into these lineups and work out. You know what to do. You know, understand where the stacks are. We know where the offense is going to be, but you got to find ways to kind of move the chess pieces around. And I think guys like Pierce, we mentioned some other ones earlier with the Nationals lineup, even with the Mets with Carlos Gomez, who had a big home run yesterday. Uh, Those are some players. And Gomez is one of those guys, too. He gets on little hot streaks. He's always been a very strong player. So he went yard yesterday. He was really into it. He was fist pumping and everything, showed a lot of life. So don't be surprised if that doesn't carry over tonight. Ronaldo Lopez against Jose Barrios. 10.2 10.2 for Barrios over on DraftKings. On the FanDuel side, 9.9. Slight discount there, not much. But, man, oh, man, it's hard not to like the rest of this lineup as usual. Eddie Rosario, Eddie Rosario especially a 4.1 on FanDuel, 4.8 on DK. Got to love him in the middle of the order against Lopez tonight. 55% fly ball rate for Ronaldo Lopez is one of the highest mm-hmm. marks in baseball. Uh, yeah, it's- you know, the more we talk about it, the more I might just fade Colorado altogether. <laughs> I think I, you know what I think it because Means is one of the better yes, pitchers. I mean, we haven't gotten to it. We might as well just do it now. Yeah, Means is going against Jeff Hoffman, and Means is one of the better pitchers. He's been quietly very solid this year, he and has. he's a lefty who I know Arenado kills left-handed pitching, but the rest of this lineup this year hasn't like blown your mind against lefties at all, and. I don't know. I almost would rather have some of the Baltimore guys than I would the Colorado guys tonight. Oh, well, yeah, because Hoffman, you know, a one-time top prospect in baseball, you know, has not been able to – I mean, you look at AAA, he's walking five per nine. You look at the small sample size in, you know, with Colorado last year, 7.27 walks per nine and 5.19 K per nine. So, like, not striking out a lot of guys, giving up some contact. The fly ball rate is extremely high. So, I think Baltimore is a sneaky little option – Sneaky little stack. I mean, even Wilkerson in that two spot. Obviously, we know about Mancini and VR, but Dwight Smith Jr., if you want to take a shot on Chris Davis on DraftKings at 3-6, I mean, why not? This is a good opportunity for him and the rest of the squad. But you're right about Colorado. You know, I was just looking because there's a lot of lefties on the hill, and, you know, they rank near the bottom in every single category against left hand, including strikeouts. They're striking out 25%. Yeah, and while part of that came from when Chris Sale struck out everybody. That didn't yeah, help that night. <laughs> but, yeah, like, right. like, but still – it's still it's it's been a trend there, and then Daniel Murphy's not in the lineup now against lefties, which again I don't understand why you're paying him all that money. And he and he went yard the other day. He had a home run, and I, I thought get he'd it. get in the lineup the following so day. Weird. Didn't at all, and it was it's against so a righty. They sat him. Was I don't understand at all. Uh, Yankees Royals is going to be some weather potentially in this one, so just keep an eye on it. Chad Green uh, against Jake Junis. 
I know the Yankees have been terrific, but they're not in Baltimore anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, fade the Yankees a little bit in this one too. Uh, same thing over there with the Royals. Just not uh, not going to go crazy into this one. There's too many other things to like. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you 100% here. I think that when you're looking at the Twins tonight and you're looking at some of those other potential lineups in there, it's just it's not necessary. You can go into Colorado. You don't have to over overpay for it at all. And just be careful of it tonight. I mean, there will be on the weekend. I'm sure we'll change our tune about this. Oh, yeah. On the weekend show tomorrow, we're going to be completely different. But Means deserves some respect. Now, whether or not he goes to Colorado and pitches well, that's, that's a secondary issue. It's about making smart wagering decisions. And I think, for me, the smart wagering decision is, I mean, I'll tell you what. You're looking for a road underdog? I wouldn't shock me if Baltimore actually won this game. Yeah, listen, you're just looking for means to go because the bullpen, we all know the bullpen is atrocious. I mean, it's, they're worse than the starters are giving up the home runs. But for means, I mean, seven innings against the Red Sox, three hits, one run. I mean, he followed that up against the Angels, four hits, one run. In Cleveland, he went five, only gave up the three, three runs. So he's been just looking now at his starts. I mean, he's got one, two, three, four, five of his seven starts. He's allowed one run. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Mike Fultonevich against Miles Mikolas in St. Louis today. Uh, Fultonevich has been not good. I mean, let's be honest. So we keep targeting him, which means tonight, Carpenter, Goldschmidt, DeYoung, or Goldschmidt, DeYoung, Ozuna, all that is in play, however you want to work that out. Uh, So I'm all for that group tonight, especially in St. Louis. Do you like anything on the Atlanta side, Chris? Uh, well, I think Austin Riley's price on FanDuel is still, let's take a peek here, 3-6. I mean, he's, that's a free square. I mean, he went yard yesterday to extend that game, and then he had a, an RBI single in extra innings. He's just been, I think he's got five home runs and 11 RBIs in his first week in baseball. It's been that's unbelievable. Crazy too. I mean, it's, and the fact that he's only still 3-6 on, on DK, he's already up to 4-3. So yeah. I mean, is like, He's a contact guy. I think the one another value bat on the other side is potentially Jose Martinez. I know he struggled a little bit lately, but he's still in that five spot. He's two nine over on FanDuel and on DraftKings. He's three seven. So it's a, it's just a good spot against Bolton Abich, who You're right. He hasn't been good. The home runs and the walks. Last start was encouraging against Milwaukee. We still walking guys. All right, Griffin Canning uh, against Drew Smiley. Now, Line Star app loves Canning tonight. Right? We usually go all targeting against. Uh, the Angels whenever there's a lefty on the mound, but Drew Smiley barely qualifies as a pitcher anyway, so I don't really want to talk too much about that tonight, so you could kind of crumple that up a little bit and toss it out. So I, I do think you do get guys like Otani at 4.1 on DK side. Uh, he's just 3.5 on FanDuel tonight, so that's a really good value on Otani. But looking at the rest of this, do you see an opportunity here in Canning, who's 8.6 on DK, 7.6 on FanDuel, as in play tonight as Texas goes on the road to take on the Angels? I'm a little scared. Uh, I, I just, the Rangers have just been, they've been really good lately. There's, they're swinging a hot bat. I mean, they just crushed they're leaving Texas. They are leaving Texas, but even still, Joe, they've won six of their last eight games and, and they're just like, they have a game in there where they scored 10 runs. They scored 16 in KC and, and they just, they, they struggle more against left-handed pitching than they do against righties. So I'm not, I'm not crazy about Canning. I, I think that he's a decent second option on, on DraftKings if you want to go like stars and scrubs kind of deal or if you're playing on the late slate. Uh, but there's another guy in the late slate that I like a little bit more in the final game. So I'm going to shy away. I'm shy away. Chris Chris <laughs> Meany, you tease. Wade LeBlanc and Daniel Megden are going to lock horns. Yeah, in uh, in Oakland as the Mariners take on the A's. Uh, obviously, there's there's potential for runs here, without a doubt. 
I know Chris Davis has kind of been battling a little bit of an injury here, but he's not going on the IL, which is really refreshing. Let me just say this. Now, Matt Olson, you know, he does, <laughs> you know, because it's like lefty-lefty, you go, okay, you fade it all together. But he's just 3K. He had a home run against a lefty last week. He's got two already on the he's year. He's got two him. already on the year. I'm just, like, you know, I'm just kind of – it's just saying yes. Again, FanDuel, incredibly loose tonight offensively. And Matt Olson is part of that charge for me. The lefty-lefty, I think it's a contrarian kind of play, or at least first glance from a lot of people, they'll look over it. But, you know, as long as Chris Davis is healthy and in this lineup tonight – him, Matt Olson. I see a lot of potential here against Wade LeBlanc, where I think the A's are definitely another offense in play tonight that I like as much as what's going on in Colorado with Baltimore. Love Oakland. Love their offense. And you're getting a little bit of a value there, I, I feel like, if you want to go with the stack just because of Olsen's price. I mean, he had a better average last year against lefties than righties. I mean, most of his home runs came against right-handed pitching. But even still, you just look at this team as a whole, Joe. I mean, the sixth best average against lefties, 26 home runs is the second most behind, of course, um, Arizona, which we'll get to. And then 345 Woba is a top five. So Davis has got six bombs. Chapman's got five. Piscotti's hitting 373 against lefties, three home runs. Pinder's always like a platoon guy who gets in there he's got a 300 average against lefties too so I think it's I think it's a strong stack I really do Wade LeBlanc is is nothing special all right now you've teased me with this last game and <laughs> are we gonna really I am I'm gonna do it is I'm the gonna tease go gonna Robbie be five Ray. inning Robbie Ray is that what it you're getting all right so he's 8.7 on FanDuel on DraftKings you have to pay 10.9 so you're not paying 10.9 draft I just on late, just on late stuff. I will, I will on late stuff. Okay, so late, late overall, on overall, right. I'm not going to do it. But you know, I, I, I'm fine. Look, if you're just look, if you're isolating those three games, I think that's kind of clever because you could go A's hard stack on the A's and and Texas, and then go Robbie Ray, and I think you can do that. You I think you can get that. it in. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've already kind of you know made it work. So who's and your secondary pitcher then? Is it Smiley? <sighs> I mean, it's almost got to be. It's a lefty against the A's, and you don't love canning, but you like the offense. I mean, logic is dictating that's the way you're going. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I is. I mean, I'm not trying to bully you, but I think no, I just bullied you. <laughs> you just bullied me. You just put me up against the wall. You Hashtag know, I will, no bullies. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with both. I like canning, and I know it's crazy with Smiley, but I just – the Vegas has just given way too much respect to the, to the Angels, and honestly, just watching them yesterday, it's they're just pitching around Mike Trout, Otani against a lefty, Calhoun against a lefty. Those are all – like sometimes those are just automatic outs. So I know Smiley's been really bad, but I think there's more upside with Canning. But for Ray, it's just – this is just more about the matchup, the fact that it's in San Fran and, and the fact that you just – when I really look into the Giants' numbers, I mean 29th in Woba and average against left-handed pitching. They just don't have a lot of guys who can get on base. I, I was – Originally looking at this slate, I thought, oh, I like Robbie Ray without looking at the price. And I'm, I don't want the price to – I know it's a lot, and it's easy to just get taken back by it. But I think well, I, if you're I think playing in a late slate – Well, that's the thing. If you're playing mess. in the late slate, I totally get it. So Chris is right. If you want to isolate tonight, play the late slate, go with Robbie Ray against the uh, San Francisco Giants. I, I got no beef with that. Easier I got, to do I, it on FanDuel at 8-7, but – yeah, well, that's the thing. I think you just do it on FanDuel where you only have yeah. to worry about the one pitcher. Exactly. That's, yeah. that, that makes that's the way to go. 100% sense. I don't think on DK it makes as much sense because it becomes much trickier to do that. But on FanDuel, play the late slate only with Robbie Ray. I think that works for me. All right, so uh, let's do it. It's time to call our shot. Chris, why don't you go first today and uh, take the floor? Who's going yard for you on Friday night? 
I got to stick with the Twins, their hot offense, so I'm going to go with Eddie Rosario against Ronaldo Lopez. Let's go, yeah. All right. Well, it's Friday, which means I'm going back down to the Pete Alonzo well. I love it. Against the lefty, forget about it. Pete Alonzo, my paisan, he's going yard. So on top of Lucchese, I got Alonzo. I'm not even sure if Alonzo's Italian, but you know what? Name ends <laughs> in a vowel. Might as well be. So right now, as far as I'm concerned, you are. So that here you go. Rosario, he might as well be Italian, too. Yeah. <laughs> so going yard tonight. That's Chris and my home run call for the evening. Uh, let's go over to the wagering aspect tonight. What do you like in terms of wagering on the MLB slate, Chris? So I talked way more about Robbie Ray than I wanted to about the Diamondbacks <laughs> offense. <laughs> you talked way more about Robbie Ray than anybody wanted. Yeah, because I the Diamondbacks offense against lefties, top five across the board, including home runs, like Marte and Escobar have combined for 10 themselves, and, and they're just crushing lefties. Well, so Christian really- Walker needs to wake up, too, because yeah, he's well, in danger well, of losing that job. Which is, he's which going to so lose it to Kevin Crone. I mean, you, you get this all the time. You get these guys who come up and, uh, you know, Christian Walker was a guy from the Orioles system who had some, you know, decent moments in the Orioles system, never really got a fair shake. So, uh, you know, he's playing like gangbusters in April and then everybody wants to overrate him, to which I said, if you've picked him up, you need to flip him as soon as possible because eventually there's a reason most of the time why these guys don't kind of fly. There's a reason why, you know, you see a Chris Taylor have a huge year and then kind of falled off he has a reason why i mean muncie was another one he's got like they come around every so often the dodgers seem to recycle a lot of them but christian walker was another one of those dudes and you know it was eventually winter was coming for him and it's probably coming pretty quick in the form of kevin crone yeah oh yeah brother of cj more power than cj i know he's brother of cj first in his name (laughs) i know he's played in the pcl uh, the past couple years but you know to have 22 home runs or 21 home runs this this year in seven weeks is still pretty impressive so keep an eye on him nonetheless i like arizona on the road i like oakland at home uh i i I think that this game even though it's 11 and a half in colorado i think that's going to hit the over and just continuing, I, guys, just hammer the Twins. R- take them on the team implied total. Yesterday, their team implied total against Matt Harvey was four. They're not getting a lot of respect. They're going to start to get it now that they're rolling and they're actually the best offense in baseball. But I think you can continue to ride the, the Minnesota Twins. I'll take the Mets at home, and I like your call with the Padres and Lucchese. So I'm going to take San Diego on the road, and I love the Dodgers as well. All right, so to recap, FanDuel only, late slate, Robbie Ray. You can get it done there. Uh, If you're playing main slate uh, tonight, the whole thing, uh, we're kind of fading away a little bit from the Colorado-Baltimore game. We're favoring some of the stacks, the alternate ones, like Minnesota, like St. Louis. Even some of the Mets are in play. We talked about them from a price. Oakland is another one. Thank you, Chris, in play also. And uh, in terms of the pitchers, we know Snell and Sale are going to be incredibly chalky. Shane Bieber has some contrarian love tonight for me. That's for damn sure. Uh, so does Noah Syndergaard against this awful Detroit lineup as well. So there you have it. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at JoePizzapia17, at Chris Meany, and at uh, LineStar app as well, and LineStar MLB. There's only one thing left to do, and that is step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meaney.